Hi, my name is Dana. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Dental Hygiene Basics Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about GPA, your grade point average, and why your grade point average is so important when you are applying to dental hygiene school. And of course, grade point average doesn't just stop whenever you get into dental hygiene school, because once you get in, it's very helpful in helping you to obtain scholarships, to win awards. And then of course, if you decide to further your education by going on and maybe doing a bachelor's completion program for dental hygiene school. Maybe if you want to go on and get your master's in dental hygiene school because you want to become a researcher or an educator, whatever that may be, whatever your goals are, having a strong GPA can help you to get there. So let's talk about why GPA is so important. Well, whenever you're applying to dental hygiene school, I'm going to be just straight up honest with you. One of the first things that the admissions committees are looking at is your GPA. Your GPA is an excellent reflection of your academic performance. It lets us know your ability to handle rigorous coursework. Are you going to be able to succeed with all of the tough classes that you're going to have to take in dental hygiene school? This is where the GPA comes in handy for the admissions committee. Now, you have to remember that dental hygiene school is extremely competitive. There are only limited spots and there are limited programs in each state, right? It's not like every single college, every single state has, you know, tens of thousands of dental hygiene schools. It's not like that. Usually there's a limited amount per state and there's a limited amount of spots per program. And that's the amount of spots that are available. It's pretty much dependent on the clinic space. So how many students can you fit in the clinic at a time? And that's just one way that we have to narrow down the candidates, right? So we might have a bunch of amazing candidates, but we can't fit them all in our school, right? So we have to pick and choose who we want that is going to really be successful because we're looking for the strongest candidates who are going to start the program strong and finish the stro the program strong. We want to see that you will follow through with your abilities, with your goals, with your academic success and get to the finish line of dental hygiene school. And that is really what they are looking for. So your GPA really highlights your academic abilities. It shows us that you can handle tough classes, hard coursework. It tells us that you can juggle, you know, your studies, your work, whatever, and still perform well. So this is why it's really important for you to have a strong GPA. It's also an easy way for us to rank candidates. It's one of the number one indicators of potential success in a program. So if we're looking at someone with a 4.0 versus someone with a 2.5, it's just to be honest, we're going for the 4.0 because it just is the perfect way for us to know how you are going to perform. You know, past performance is not always indicative of future performance, but if you have a 4.0, that really kind of seals the deal on how we think you're going to do in dental hygiene school. Now, if you don't have a 4.0 GPA, it is not the end of the world. When I applied, I had a 3.46, I think, when I applied to dental hygiene school. That's still a really good GPA, but I had C's on my transcript. I had C's in Chem 1. I had C's in Organic Chemistry. I had a C in, oh, what was it? It was um, a hereditary class and an evolution. So uh, I was taking some really hard coursework because I was planning to go to dental school. That was kind of one of my plans. You'll have to listen to my whole story to realize how I ended up where I did and how it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I say this over and over again, but I just had kind of 
a little, I would say above average GPA, but it wasn't spectacular. It was not a 4.0 when I applied to dental hygiene school, but I did take a lot of really hard classes and I had earned a degree in biology. And so that showed that I had, you know, long-term commitment to my education. I had already earned a bachelor's degree. So that looked really, really good on my transcript. And it was in biology, which is a difficult subject matter, right? Even if I didn't have all of that, I still would have applied and I still would have had a C in chemistry. And that was a part of my overall GPA, right? Now, whenever you apply to dental hygiene school, different schools look at different things. But typically there are these core classes that you have to take to get into dental hygiene school. And those are really the GPA that they're looking at. They want to make sure that you have the highest grades possible in courses like biology, microbiology, chemistry, anatomy and physiology. And then of course, some of these other basic classes are going to come into play. Your English grades, your, in some states, you have to have a history. So, uh, government classes. So you really need to dive in, look at the school you're applying to, see what courses you have to have before applying, and then do an audit of your grades and see how they're looking. If you are more commonly scoring in the like C range on most of your classes, or maybe a mixture of B's and C's, your GPA just might not get you to the top of the list, right? Because you will be competing against people who have 4.0s or 3.5s and higher. And those are the people that are going to get put in the, the go stack right away. So if you're looking at your GPA and you are seeing my overall GPA is maybe like 3.2 or below, okay, what can I do to start bringing that GPA up? And I would be looking at the classes that the dental hygiene school says you have to have to be accepted there. So if you have lower grades in those micro classes, anatomy and physiology, I would consider retaking them and bringing your grades up. Okay. This is especially true if you've applied and you didn't get in. Take a real hard look at your GPA and see if there's something on there that might be putting you, you know, at the lower end of the pile when it comes to acceptance. Those are just some tips, you know, in terms of bringing your GPA up, which is you might have to retake classes. It is what it is. I would have done it if I didn't get in on my first time. But what can we do to prepare you to not have to retake classes, to get the highest grades the first time? And this is where you really have to be serious about your coursework as soon as you enroll. And we all go through different life changes. I know when I was in college, my first few years, I did not have my stuff together, okay? I I was doing my best. I did really well in the classes that interested me, but I struggled in classes that were harder like chemistry or that just weren't as interesting to me. And so looking back on it now, I've developed, I've matured a lot. I know I could go in and get an A in chemistry I, because I would do things completely different. I would have maybe not taken so many hours per semester. Instead of taking 15 to 18, I might've taken 12 and I kind of wish I would have had more work experience or, or even volunteer experience whenever I was studying those hours. I like give myself a little more flexibility to do other things to boost my application, but also give myself a little bit more time to study. And I would have really focused on trying to get more help, going to see the teacher more, getting a tutor. Um, and just studying more and maybe I'm going to be just very honest, <laughs> maybe partying a little less because I liked to go out and have a good time when I was in college. There's nothing wrong with that. We should live our lives. I truly believe that. But 
there were some things that did impact my grades because we always went out on Thursday night and guess what? I always had bright and early Friday morning. Some of my hardest science classes. I don't know why they do that. They always scheduled my hardest science classes at like 8 a.m. on Friday morning. And I would go, I'd be in class, but I was not all there. Okay. I was just tired from the night before and I was not soaking up everything that I could have. So maybe you hear this and you just learn a little bit from me and my mistakes, or you keep YOLOing, living your life, whatever, and you deal with the consequences of a potentially lower GPA that could possibly affect your chances of getting in. So we always want to find a balance in our lives. How can we still enjoy our lives, but also still maximize our potential? So maybe you need to take a look at your life and think about what is holding me back from maximizing my potential. Is that something that I want to look back and reflect on and think, man, yeah, I had a lot of fun, but ooh, I never got into dental hygiene school. So there is a balance and I want you to just take a look at your life and your balance and see what you could do to put yourself a little bit closer to getting into dental hygiene school, if that is your goal or whatever your goals are, right? So don't forget to seek academic support, ask for help, get a tutor. There's a lot of free services on most campuses that you can find. And if you need to pay, it might be worth it to pay for a tutor in the moment and not have to pay to retake the class again, especially if you fail out, right? The other thing that we also look at on transcripts are withdrawals. If you've had a ton of withdrawals, it kind of shows that you have a hard time starting something and finishing it. Now, I had a couple of withdrawals on mine because I started a, a, an organic chemistry class and I just knew within the first like three weeks me and this teacher, I am not going to get what I need out of this teacher. And I need a strong score in this class. So I withdrew and I waited and I took it with a different teacher. Okay. Sometimes that happens and that's easily explainable if you were in an interview and they asked you questions like that. But if you have multiple, multiple withdrawals, that starts to look kind of sketchy. It's like, what it was going on? Why, why did they struggle so much? Now there's some things we can explain away in a personal statement, you know, if you were young, you were still trying to figure things out, but then you come back and you get all A's, right? So we can explain some things away in a personal statement of things you had to overcome to get to the point where you were ready to go into dental hygiene school. That's absolutely an incredible way to explain things and to just say, Hey, I'm ready now. I wasn't ready before, but I'm ready now. And I think that that really shows a lot of maturity to the admissions committee. So just keep that in mind that there's always ways to kind of boost yourself up and showcase that, you know, maybe I started here, but that doesn't mean that's where I'm going to finish. Okay. Don't forget, we also have to stay organized, manage your time, because effective time management is going to be so essential for your academic success. But also, when you get into dental hygiene school, you want to be good at time management when you get there, because it is essential that you have good time management skills. Because not only are you managing a ton of coursework, you also have to manage your uh, your skills whenever you are in the clinic, right? You don't just get unlimited amount of time with your patients. You have to learn how to prioritize your time in each appointment. You also have to schedule your own patients usually, and you have to know like when they're coming, when they're not coming, if they're, if they canceled, then you have to find someone to fill your schedule. So you have to be looking at your calendar every day right? Every morning, wake up, look at your calendar, what's happening this day, look a, a week or two out. So you know, what's coming up. I would do that every single day. And it just helped me to always keep the next couple of weeks in my mind so that I knew what was coming down the pipe. 
I always had my assignments in on time. I was always prepared. Okay. That is how you're going to be successful. And my last little tip, don't be afraid to learn from your mistakes on this journey. If you encounter challenges or if you receive a grade that is just, you know, non a, or you don't have a 4.0, just use this as a learning opportunity. Try and reflect on what went wrong, seek feedback from your professors, and then develop strategies for how to improve in the future. And honestly, if I could look back and tell myself one thing, it would be to tell myself every day that I can do hard things. I have said this before and I'll say it again, but whenever you have positive affirmations and you are telling yourself that you can do hard things, you will be able to overcome these challenges and come out on the other side better and stronger. And you won't let your brain tell you that you can't do something because your brain will always try and run from things that are hard. It will always try and deflect because I don't know, that's our brains are weird. That's how they operate. But if you can look at a challenge in the eye and you say, and you say to your brain, brain, not today. I am stronger than this. I control my brain, right? I can do hard things. It is all about your mindset on this journey. And you're, if you have a great mindset, it will show through not only on your application, but if you have an interview, it'll shine through with everyone that you meet. They'll want to write you excellent recommendation letters because they're going to see that intrinsic motivation that if all else fails, you have you and you can keep on shining and surviving. I always get a little kind of woo woo motivational in these podcasts, but I've just learned so much through my years that everything that you do, it can all be done even better if you have the right mindset behind it. And you are always going to be your own best cheerleader if you allow yourself to be. So that is the importance of your grade point average. I hope you found this episode helpful. If you ever have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. Go follow me on Instagram at Dental Hygiene Basics to get even more information. And if you liked what you heard today, please go leave me a review wherever you're listening. So it just, it really helps me out. It helps me to get into the ears of other listeners, as I say. And thank you so much again. Good luck on your journey, future registered RDH. <laughs>